into the I Am Somebody podcast show, and I'm your host, The Math Therapist, and I thank you for joining us today. Yeah, we are amongst, we are in this pandemic, and it's, you know, not really tearing the world apart, but it's putting us in a frenzy, and so having this show where it talks about mental health mental well-being, physical, mental, social, and emotional well-being is something that I hope can alleviate the issues uh, that people are dealing with. Joining us today on our show, we have a young man from New York, and he's going to be talking about how mental health impacts the, the, the impact that mental health have on him and how does it relate to himself and the young men and women that he deals with in the city of New York. And so coming up soon in a couple minutes, uh, our guest speaker will be joining us here on the I Am Somebody podcast where every day is a fresh start. And so how are you? Because it's important. How are you dealing with what some say is a new normal? Um, hopefully you're able to, you know, reinvent yourself in so many ways when we're now uh, sequestered and a lack of better words, uh, in our homes, many of us have lost our jobs and it's time to be creative. It's time to connect. Although social distancing is the thing that the people, the professionals are saying that will help along with washing your hands, along with covering your mouth when you sneeze and uh, cough and all those things. Social distancing and sheltering in place. So with those things, now we're left alone with our own thoughts. And sometimes being left alone with your own thoughts can have you, you know, just <laughs> thinking some crazy things. So how are you dealing? And take time to practice self-care. This is the perfect time to connect with, you know, uh, your beliefs. Read a book. Learn how to do different things. Start to practice healthy habits. Because I know I have. And, you know, when you start to find out about yourself and you start to have time to just take time and rest and stop and think, it really, really is enlightening. And so being enlightened, you have to now start to take advantage of the time because it's never promised, right? We see and we hear, we read through social media and all those, you know, the, the thing that really is really hot now. And I advise all people to take time and stay away from social media. Don't go on it too much, all right? And this is a, a, a statement or something is a book that I'm reading and it's called How to Be Happy or At Least Less Sad. And connecting 
is something that, you know, as a human being, we want to do, we want to connect with others. However, sometimes we need to connect with our inner selves so we can be better when connecting with others. Listen to this. This is by Andy Warhol. When I got my first television set, I stopped caring so much about close relationships. <laughs> Isn't that what's going on today? It's not the television. It's more so the internet. So just think about that. Ponder upon what uh, Mr. Andy said. When he got his first television set, he stopped caring about close relationships. So we're going to get right into it. And after these messages, we'll be right back and we're going to speak with Mr. Garfield Richards. Thank you again for tuning in to the I Am Somebody podcast, where every day is a fresh start. Welcome back to the I Am Somebody podcast, where every day is a fresh start. And I'm your host, the mad therapist, Anthony Safelaw Collins. So as I said from the top, it is important to really discuss our mental health, and especially in the urban area, and how our mental health um, can, uh, can lead to other uh, physical, social, and emotional um, uh, deficits in our well-being. Um, online, we have Mr. Garfield. Uh, how you doing, sir? Doing great, doing great. Great, great. Uh, no, no problem, man, no problem. I appreciate you, you know, uh, wanting to come on and speak about such a uh, uh, interesting topic and um, especially dealing with, uh, you know, uh, youth um, as you do. And as uh, many of um, black men who I associate myself, we they deal with the youth in many different aspects. Um, tell the tell the audience, you know, a little bit about yourself. Well, pretty much, I'm I'm a basketball coach, a basketball trainer, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, I've been doing coaching for like 20, 24, 25 years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I train. Uh, coach junior high, high school, college, and you know professional players. Okay, okay. Uh, and where are you located? I'm actually um, in New York, in New York City. I'm, okay. I'm in the Bronx. In the primarily. Bronx. Okay, cool, cool. You've been there all your life, right? No, not necessarily. Now I was born and raised in, in, in Jamaica. Oh, in Jamaica. Okay, okay. So, you know. Uh, you know, I came from there with that culture, and I came here um, actually on a basketball scholarship. Mm, mm, that's interesting. You know, and, uh, uh-huh. right? You know, went to Oklahoma, big culture shock. Um, you know, and left Oklahoma and came to New York. Okay, okay, and you've been there ever since. Been here ever since, right? Cool, cool. So, um, you know, as uh, our, our 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 brother uh, Warren Eddy. Uh, on one of his posts, he, you know, it was really an intriguing post for me, and I, and but I believe for you as well. Um, and we talked about it, and he, you know, brought his 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 perspective 
on uh, what is uh, mental health. So uh, could you tell our audience, what is mental health uh, to you? Well, mental health, and, 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 and it's, it's a very sensitive topic because we all need to know what it means, the definition, mm. what it means, because, you know, there's a dictionary definition of mental health. Yeah. There's a, the societal definition of mental health. So we need to define what that is. Well, for me, mental health is, is, is pretty much our thought process. Mm you know, are thinking at that time because mental health can be temporary, can be permanent. Um, so it's a thought process at that particular time. So, you know, it, it, it might not be what a society might think you're doing. Because some people might think, okay, something is something is wrong with that particular individual. But mm-hmm. maybe they just see things differently. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, it can it can cause you know, it can be from stress, yeah. it can be from something tra- traumatic. Mm-hmm. You know, it can f- be from depression. Mm. It can be from loneliness. You know, it can be from from being bullied. You yeah. know, so um, it, it has a wide range of definition. Yeah. Yes. It, yes. I agree. I agree. So, how does it relate to yourself or others around you? The uh, mental health. Okay. Well, you know, we we. I'm, you know, we know what I'm saying, and coming from Jamaica, mm. um, mental health, you know, people don't talk about it, mm-hmm. you know, because it's non-existent, yeah. even though it's right here in our face. Mm. You know, I was raised in a culture where, you know, you start, you know, seeing or talking to yourself or seeing something that's not there, mm. and people, oh, you know, some, you know, what are you doing? And, and then they become physical. Mm. So they, what they do is, how we put it in Jamaica, we beat it out of you. Mm. <laughs> you know, so mm-hmm. you 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 have some kind of issue. You keep it to yourself, and you learn to deal with it. No mm-hmm. one going to a therapist or going to a, a psychologist or psychiatrist with non-existence in Jamaica. That's not okay. Mm-hmm. And then I came to the states, and especially with with um, black culture, mm-hmm. is is you know it's it's like a stigma not to go to see a psychiatrist, or seek help, deal with it on your own. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean, and and we need to break that stigma because we all need help. Yes, yes. we all need help, and and you know sometimes sharing is very therapeutic. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, just a conversation can be so therapeutic. You know, I, I'll have a, a conversation with someone who is not judgmental. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. um, especially dealing with our youth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know? yeah, I, I, that's key because you know youth. You don't, you know, they, you don't know me. I don't know you, and or I, you do know me, and so that's where the judge, the judgment come in. Um, and so I get sharing with outside um, individuals uh, in a therapeutic uh, setting. Uh, but a lot of, you know, bias sometimes can also be placed in those settings as well. Um, do you believe? Well, my thing, my uh, thing, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, no, go ahead. No, my. My thing is, we we as 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 counselors, mm. coaches, mm-hmm. teachers, mentors, it's our fault, really, mm. because we don't I, I, we don't put ourselves available to these kids, mm. and we laughing and giggling with, with them when mm. when people make a joke, and mm. sometimes the kids really want to talk to you. So sometimes you have to set aside to set yourself aside to have conversation with these kids, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, like for example, I've been criticized a lot because 
you know, a lot of um, coaches, all the coaches say, hey, you play around with the kids, but um, these kids told me they're in a deep secrets. Mm. I pretty much know everything about these kids because mm. I make myself available. I'm mm. not trying to be, I, 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 you do whatever it takes to reach these kids. Mm. Whether you want to run around with them, play games with them, do that TikTok challenge, mm. whatever it is to reach these kids, you have to do it mm-hmm. because the things that they share with you, they don't share with their parents. Yeah. yeah. At all. Mm. So once we become coaches or teachers, we automatically become these kids' parents. Mm. Automatically become these kids' mentors, whether you like it or not. Mm, mm. But we have to be, be their channel. Gotcha. They share a lot of intimate stuff with me that sometimes I really don't want to know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Too intimate for me. Gotcha. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you have to be channel for them. Yeah. Because they're going to find the wrong role models and it's going to get bad. Yeah. You know, and, and they're confused because they have some kind of the morals and values that they were taught at home, mm-hmm. and then they go outside and they have different moral values and ethical beliefs, and they contradict each other. Gotcha, gotcha. And so with that, like with uh, if if adults are not open and and readily available, uh, I hear you saying that youth uh, sometimes uh, most likely may go out and seek that advice or seek that ear from, you know, their peers or someone else that doesn't really have um, what it takes to really, uh, you know, motivate or encourage them to do something right. So with that, do you believe mental health is something that youth and teens struggle with? They, they do struggle with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they do struggle with it. Okay, I'll give an example. Homosexuality mm. among teens. Mm-hmm. Look at the rise of it now. Yes, you know it, it, it's a, it's a it's a it's a thing now. Everyone mm-hmm. is, is 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 gay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, look at look at the stats. You know, because they go to where they find love. Yes, and if love is to the same sex, why not? What's mm-hmm. the problem? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's it, it's more higher as far as open with females as with males mm-hmm. because there's a stigma mm-hmm. with being a homosexual with mm-hmm. males mm-hmm. In, among the teens. Mm-hmm. Oh, you gay, you gay. You know, you hear that all the time. Mm-hmm. But with, with, with a female, well, what I'm saying is it's, 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 it's not that they are actually homosexual. It's not like they, they go where there's love. Ah, gotcha. 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 So, so, you know, a lot of these teenagers that go where they find love, there's no love in the household. Mm-hmm. So let me go where there's love. Mm. So mm. I don't know what you can call that. Is that homosexual? Is that finding love? Mm. Mm. So so they're very confused, yes. you know, as far as, okay, society is against it, but this person really loved me. This person really showed me love. Mm. Mm-hmm. That That's interesting. You know what yeah, that, that's very interesting that you, you brought that point, that they're just going to wherever they're being shown love at. Exactly my point. So it's not that they are gay or mm. homosexual. Mm. They go with their love. Mm. And that's why teenagers, mm. oh, that's my girlfriend today and tomorrow that's my boyfriend. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. What, what, okay, which one are you? Are you, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. uh, hey, they're such a nice person. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, uh, wow. That's, <laughs> I, I, I didn't think, I never thought of that. And I'm sure many, uh, people or parents or guardians, caregivers don't think of it in that way. And when when you come upon a, a young man or young woman who is struggling uh, 
with something like that um, because you know you you said that they do st- suffer you know struggle with mental health. How do they are they are they able to access service or even believe that services are necessary for them? There they are services that that's there, mm. but like I said, the stigma among our people, mm. and I mean our people as in the black culture, yeah, that we're not supposed to seek help. We're supposed to be tough, and and, and seeking help is is kind of weakness mm. in, in the black community, mm. and and we need to change that stigma. Mm-hmm. You know, you need help, go seek help. Is there, gotcha. especially now with the suicidal rate increase so much among mm. teenagers? Yes. Yes. You know, there's there's a lot of help that's available, mm-hmm. and I'm saying we as counselors and teachers and coaches need to be available to them. If they don't want to go to call these places or seek professional help, as they say it, we are the professional help, and we need to be the avenue for them. You know, so um, it, 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 it's 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 serious. You know, and, and mental health can range from a lot of um, because you have a you know a learning disability. That's considered mental health. Some people consider mental health. You yes. Know, you have a problem with, men, with, with learning disability or, you know, you have a problem with concentrating mm-hmm. or you have behavioral issues yeah. or you lash out. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, it's too cold and you just lash out. Like mm-hmm. simple things make you ag- agitated. Yes. You know, and, and, and that some people consider a form of mental health. Now, it's your job or our job to help that child challenge that, that aggression in a positive way. Indeed, indeed and it that's is. That's where coaches come in. Mm-hmm. You know, coaching basketball or soccer or football or whatever sport it is, you can help that 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 person mm-hmm. deal with other people, deal with adversity. You know, mm-hmm. deal with diversity, deal with you know everything that's going on. You're channeling a positive way. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I agree. And uh, Mr. Richards, um, with with. All of that, right, and channeling and, and finding a way to uh, connect uh, with the youth. Um, today, for the last month or so, especially in New York, you know, it's been really, you know, chaos. How are you connecting um, and staying connected to the youth that you, you know, you deal with, that you, you, you work out and that you teach? Okay, um, it, it's very difficult because these kids do not stay still. Mm. They're constantly moving. We all, you know, especially in, in New York, mm-hmm. they're constantly moving. So now there's a time where we need to slow down mm. and everybody's losing their mind because now we have nothing to do. Are we always going at 90 miles an hour? No, we're going at 10. Mm. So, we, you know, what we do, what I do, I call them constantly. We talk on the phone. We FaceTime, we video chat, you know, I, 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 I talk to them constantly um, about finding something more productive, mm-hmm. continue doing exercises, you know, um, do, pick up another hobby, mm-hmm. you know, something that, that relaxes your mind, um, something different, and, and, and learning to, 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 to do the ever change, because life is about the change, changes. Yes, I'm always changing, and I'm like, this is this is part of life. That you have to make an adjustment. You know, um, do something else that you haven't done in a while, or mm-hmm. that but would require you stay home. Yes, yes, yes. You know, more push-ups, more abdominals, more jumping, mm-hmm. more stuff that that, um, more reading, mm-hmm. read more. Mm-hmm. 
you know, uh, do some more research, do some more studying if you're a college, if you're a high school senior, yes. um, look up colleges that you're interested in going to, mm-hmm. you know, fill out your financial aid. Um, if you're a junior or whatever, you know, whatever you, in mm-hmm. school, mm-hmm. you know, research some colleges. Gotcha. gotcha. So stay active. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A little bit more studying. Mm-hmm. A little bit more brain power rather than running around. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I agree. Stay yeah, active, radio, you know. Yeah. stay active and, and, and stay active and not just active but productive. Gotcha. Let's use the word productive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Active can mean not a damn nothing, nothing. You know, active mm-hmm. can mean nothing, but let's be productive. Mm-hmm. Let's use that word. Mm-hmm. And that's a great word. That's a great word. So if and I appreciate you, you know, taking time out and joining the I Am Somebody podcast, where every day is a fresh start. Uh, if Individuals wanted to get in touch with you. How could they get in touch with Mr. Garfield Richards? Well, I'm I'm on um, Instagram Garfield underscore R. Mm-hmm. I'm on Facebook Garfield Richards. I'm on LinkedIn Garfield Richards. Or they can reach out to you if they really want to, you know, get get a hold of me. Okay. You know, for my information. Okay. Um, so I'm 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 the easiest person to find. Not too many people have the name Garfield Richards. So. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm, I'm I'm available. I'm available. You can reach out to me anytime. I I love to um you know share information. Okay. Um, you know, and that's what we're here for. Yep. 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 And, and so we appreciate you taking time out again. Once again, we appreciate you, and uh, definitely we will keep your information, and and we'd love to have you back on. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Any anytime. Anytime. All right. Take it easy, sir. And enjoy the rest of your day, Mr. Richards. Thank you. You too. So we'll be right back after these messages. All right. Yeah, and welcome back to the I Am Somebody podcast, where every day is your fresh start. And I'm your host, Anthony Safelaw Collins, a.k.a. The Mad Therapist. And we're going to, you know, welcome you back. And we're going to continue to talk about the things that our youth go through and the issues that develop during their years with mental health and the trauma and how they can combat those, the trauma and the mental health issues, if developed. Um, and there's so many different ways how they can. And from our last uh, listener or our last uh, uh, guest, how Mr. Garfield Richards, he spoke on uh, just being different and trying to uh, uh, engage the youth in different ways. On our line right now, we have Mr. Del Greco Wilson. Uh, how you doing, sir? Great, 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 man. And um, just always like to give a, a brief introduction. Can you let the people know, you know, who you are, what you're about, and, you know, and, and what you do out here uh, in in the Delaware Valley and, and past that? Well, uh, 
past, I'd say the past 20 years or so, we've been working trying to help young people make the uh, make the transition from high school to adulthood, mm-hmm. and do that in a lot of different ways. And one of the ways that most people know about is helping student athletes, boys and girls, transition from high school basketball to uh, college athletics. Yeah. Uh, we also work with uh, special ed kids, we work with juvenile delinquents, trying to help them transition from their high school or juvenile placement situations into the world of work. Um, so we just work with young people in general, trying to help them find their way and get a good start off into that land of adulthood. Um, but sports is one of the areas I use to kind of get their attention, especially the black males. Mm-hmm. It's something that a lot of black males either play or are interested in or follow. So if you can grab their attention from sports, then sometimes you can kind of lead them into other directions. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Engagement and knowing how to engage, and that's really, really important. Um, what's the name of your organization? Uh, well, we have several. Uh, right now, with uh, the athletics in high school in Philadelphia, we do most of it through Black Cager Sports. Mm-hmm. So Black Cager Sports is a multimedia platform. We put stuff out on YouTube, Facebook. Um, a little bit of Twitter and Instagram, but primarily YouTube and Facebook. Um, I also work with uh, ESPN Radio here in Philadelphia. So it comes on generally every Wednesday, um, but we kind of slowed it down with all this stuff going on. Mm-hmm. You, know, you just don't want to have people all cooped up in a, in a close, you know, studio environment. Yeah. Um, working with the juvenile delinquents, I'm working with a company called Dream Chasers. Mm-hmm. We have a contract in South Jersey. We work with young black males that are incarcerated right now, trying to help them get job skills, things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. We also do a little bit of uh, basketball scouting. In fact, yesterday, I was just approved to work with uh, NCAA Division One girls program. Mm-hmm. So Congratulations. I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have to help the girls find that way, you know? Mm-hmm. So those are the primary vehicles that we use. And, and, and so working with youth in the, the many areas that you do, and uh, specifically um, as you talk about dream, dream, trace, dream chasers and working with uh, adjudicated youth or youth are incarcerated, have you noticed um, like any uh, issues as far as their mental health and uh, trauma-related uh, to them being there, as we know, you know, yeah, most most of the kids that I encountered, way more than half, mm-hmm. probably 60, 70 percent of them have been diagnosed with some sort of uh, some sort of issue that is impacting their ability to learn. It has impacted their ability to learn in the school setting. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of them have been designated as special ed. Students emotionally disturbed, mm-hmm. um, communication disorders, uh, learning disabilities. Mm-hmm. So yes, uh, I think a lot of what you see in the streets and the behavior problems that these kids exhibit in school tend to stem, stem from their inability to really comprehend and, the, and, the, and just the embarrassment that comes with being unable to to actually 
attack the material. So rather than have people focus on your inability to compete academically, you rather act up mm. and have think of you as bad or tough or a thug or whatever. Because that is in their in the eyes of the young men and young women in some cases, mm-hmm. that's much better than having them think that you're learning to say yeah. So yes, it's a major issue. Mm. And and how does it like what you're doing? How does it relate to like yourself or others around you? Definitely. And, you know, looking at, you know, some of your work, and as I explained, I'm an admirer of your work and I commend you on the work that you're doing Um, because, you know, everybody don't want to do the the hard work. Right. (laughs) The detail work. Um, They just want a finished product. And, you know, as you said, if you would have had someone, you know, although you you turned out who you are now, um, you had someone that to, to connect with you earlier. A lot of things probably could have been avoided. So with that, um, how do we help the youth today, you know, get to like Del Greco Wilson? How do we, you know, get them to that point? Well, you know, I don't, I don't approach it in that way. I don't want them to be like me. I just mm-hmm. want them to be, I want them to find out who they can be. Gotcha. Um, and one of the things I've said, you know, I've got guys that I work with that are now, um, district managers or pharmaceutical companies mm-hmm. 
basketball coaches, firemen, policemen, uh, insurance salesmen, teachers, high school coaches, just all kinds of different things. Mm-hmm. Some of them, I have many that are playing in the NBA right now. Plenty of them that are playing in college right now. Um, so, oh, the objective, more or less, by keeping them engaged, to have them end up and be, uh, you know, middle class, even if it's five to eight. Mm-hmm. So even if they think they're pursuing this NBA career or whatever, you know, you got to go to school to get that done, man. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and so you just keep them pushing towards that goal, but you just explain to them what the requirements are on the academic side. The next thing you know, they graduate. Mm-hmm. And, and now they're able to go and interview a director, and you don't have to be director. You could be the director leader. Yeah. So you're doing your, you know, you're doing your thing out there, and uh, you know, here at uh, Vertebrae Support Service, we uh, try to do our thing as much as we can uh, with the youth and um, the adults that we uh, work with. Are are the services? Do you believe that services are readily available for them, and do they believe that these services are available for them? That's a big thing for an eighth grader. That's a big thing for a 12th grader. You know what I'm saying? Uh, to, to be on their own um, and trying to seek help where they need it, especially academic help or mental health help or, you know, whatever help is out there. Um, it, you had a post on uh, the the silliness of people gathering. Um, what, what do you want to say to the youth that's out there that is that are not paying attention um, to the uh, city ordinance to stay, to stay six feet away? Well, you know, there's a, uh, there's a long legacy of distrust mm-hmm. within the Black community regarding the American health industry health system. And and that distrust has been earned. You know, that the there's been some horrific things that have been orchestrated and directed towards, you know, black people mm-hmm. by people in the medical industry over the years. So that's kind of built in. Like even if you don't 
than just a color. Yeah. Doing time, you're more than just a number. Yeah. To all of my amigos, I support you like a brother. Why they call it human race? So we competing with each other. Why the world ain't deaf? Now the world don't care when the sun goes down. The world ain't deaf. Protect the serve what? What? Protect the serve who? who? I am not the enemy. Please don't shoot. There's a Hey, welcome back to the I Am Somebody podcast, where every day is a fresh start. And you just heard from our brother, Del Greco Wilson, and how he engages the youth. And his objective, when engaging youth, is a is one that shows in the numbers as he spoke. Um, several of his young men uh, have went on to some, you know, successful, um, some to be successful in many different um, areas of life. And so big up to him, big up again to Coach um, Garfield. And uh, just to remember our question of today, okay? And our question of today was, or the question of the week, rather, I'm sorry. What is your relationship with food and how does it make you feel? What is your relationship with food and how does it make you feel? You may ask, why did I ask that question? Why was that the question of the week? Well, I'll tell you right after this. Uh, With this question of the week, you'll hit the link and on the link is you leave a message in response to the question. And what we're doing each week, one message will be picked as the response and earn money because we want to do our part to help offset costs during this pandemic. And so people really, we can't wait to hear your response and make sure you hit the link and once you're on the I Am Somebody podcast, and you can get it wherever you get your podcast, on the podcast is a link that says message. Leave your message to our question of the week. And once again, it is, what is your relationship with, what is your relationship with food and how does it make you feel? My relationship with food isn't one where I have, I'm obsessed as you know, I shared with you guys in a previous podcast, a previous episode, that I am, I have cravings for oatmeal raising cookies. And so, man, I will sit and eat about 10 or 12 of them, man, and that's not good, right? I'm getting older. Um, I'm not as active as I used to be, where I used to play ball seven days a week. You know, I can go for days. I can go for, you know, hours on a basketball court, four, five, six hours playing about 10, eight to 10 games a day, you know, with, you know, a break in between. But that was my cardio. Um, And I just love playing basketball. You know, growing up, that was my thing. So why do I eat the Oma Raids? Because it tastes so good to me. But sometimes when I get down, I'm feeling sad. That's my comfort food. Um, and although I know it's not good for me when I'm eating them and digesting them, they feel really, really good. It tastes really, really good. And it feels good to me. And it takes my mind off what I'm sad about or what I'm just, you know, worried about. Um, 
Now, the next day is another thing. You know, boom, stomach, stomach is bubbling. And you feel a little bit sluggish or a lot sluggish because you know that just wasn't something, you know, as a uh, 47-year-old should be eaten. You know, not in, 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 in the way, in the amount that I eat those. So that's my relationship with food. Other than that, you know, I'm a practicing, um, I guess you want to call it uh, pescatarian for almost since 2015. So, and I enjoy it. Uh, and sometimes I don't eat fish. I'm, I just eat solids or I eat soups. Um, today uh, for breakfast, I had oatmeal. And I had uh, two little clementines. Uh, for my lunch, I had uh, basmati rice with vegetable soup. And for my dinner, I will eat a salad, uh, mixed spring salad uh, with cucumbers, cut up cucumbers, sliced carrots uh, on top with some pomegranates, some croutons, uh, and do I have something else? I think, yeah, oh, as well as um, uh, a, a little slice of avocado. Mix it up, and it tastes delicious, and it will fill me up. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm attempting to, to uh, be as healthy uh, as possible. Um, now is next. I just have to get more physical uh, work in, and next, after the physical work, you know, comes the mental and the social and the emotional. So all of those things works together and that's where I'm heading at. So I can't wait to hear your response. Explain it as much as you can within a minute and we'll see who gave us the best, uh, answer this question of the week the best. And we'll be looking forward to giving out some money to help you uh, offset the cost during this pandemic. We'll be right back. to the I Am Somebody podcast, where every day is a fresh start. And I'm your host, Anthony Saifalaw Collins, a.k.a. The Mad Therapist. And we're going to bring you something new and exciting from my man, my family, Staff Bay, in a segment on called What We Really Want. So this segment is basically about and it, it, for me, it goes to, you know, the parents and, you know, older guys that's 
from the street that ain't really in it no more. We gotta understand. We gotta ask these youngers like, what what do we really what what do we really want from them? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it's a situation out here right now. We ain't we with this COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm. It's nothing to do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Literally, yeah. it's no wrecks open. Mm-hmm. It's no jobs. Mm-hmm. It's no it's no nothing. Mm-hmm. What do we want them to do? Mm-hmm. Stay in. How? That's like the, that's like that's like telling um. That's like telling an inmate not to want to not not to want to go home mm-hmm. from jail, mm-hmm. and his release his release day is is today. Mm-hmm. You just gotta understand what we want from the young boys, man. My my me personally, I don't I I, I don't respect. I don't want, I just want them to just be cordial. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, man, like uh, some somebody might not like you for. What they heard, somebody mm-hmm. might not may see you and might not like you for what they say. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, as long as as long as we curse you, everything everything should be everything. But that's not that's not the world we live in today. The world we live in today, if you ain't got the latest this and that on, then you know you you ain't really that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we just gotta understand the mentality of the young boys and ask them like like what what do they want? Mm. Some of them might want track. Mm. Ask them why. Mm. Well, I gotta feed my family. Mm. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. You can't get a job and do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I tried this and that. Ah, uh-huh. then, then me coming from that type of mm-hmm. environment, you I can understand because you can fill out for how many jobs you want. <laughs> if, if you don't fit the criteria, they, they not hiring you. Mm. Period. Mm. Then what? Mm-hmm. Just keep trying. Okay, meantime between time. Mm. Then what? Meantime between time. Mm. I, he, he might got a son. He got, might got a daughter. His baby mom will be on him. Mm. You got pamper money. Mm. She needs. She need this. She need that. He need this. He need that. What you gonna do? Are you gonna trap? All right, cool. Mm. You might be busting traps. You might be doing all right. Mm-hmm. It's a certain area where another dude busting traps at. Mm. He might tell he might tell him, yo, bro, you can't be busting traps around here. Mm-hmm. We oh, bro, we, we both doing the same shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We both doing the same thing, mm-hmm. and we Muslim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's 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 <laughs> that's the kicker, though. We mm-hmm. both Muslim. Mm-hmm. You telling me I can't do what I'm doing because, but we basically doing the same thing. We're trying to provide, provide for our family, mm-hmm. provide provide for ourselves, mm-hmm. or our mother if they living with them. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten, they is because they young boys. Yeah. So how you telling me I can't, I can't, and we doing the same thing? Mm. He may say, all right, but he ain't trapping no more because he he he, he may not be a guy that's willing to pull a trigger. Mm. The other dude might be. Got you. So that's so then what? Mm. Mm. Then what you want him to do? Yeah. Mm. You know what I tell him? Mm. What? What are you telling? I would tell him, bro, if you can avoid it, the drama part of it. Avoid it, mm-hmm. but track, bro. Mm. But pray though. Mm. Mm. I ain't telling you not. No, nah, don't go get it. Don't try to go get a job and mm-hmm. all that. And I'm, I ain't gonna never not say that because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, <clears throat> we Muslim. We 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 supposed to get how gain halal means. Yeah, yeah. Indeed. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it, I I know the trip. I know the terrain. Mm-hmm. It ain't it ain't it ain't. It's, it's, it's job is hard to come by. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if he, if he if he do what he does, tell him, man, listen, bro. If you can avoid the dumb shit, avoid it. Mm-hmm. But tie your camel though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He gonna say what you mean. Mm-hmm. I said I'm gonna say, bro. Every man ain't gonna let nobody else, nobody do nothing to him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I ain't promoting no violence. Mm-hmm. I'm not promoting it. But you will be a fool trying to trying to trying to trying to hide from something that. You're not going to be able to avoid. Mm-hmm. Y- y'all going to bump. We live in Philly. You're going to bump heads. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Where is it at? You're mm-hmm. going to you're going to see this guy again. Mm-hmm. You may have a problem. You may not. It depends. Like I said, it depends on the situation. But yeah. I'm telling you, majority of the stuff that's going on is basically dudes just not having a rapport with the next corner mm-hmm. or the next up the street. Mm-hmm. And they be coming from the old, from the older dudes because they might have, they might have had a situation with a certain corner, and, mm-hmm. and, they, and they wasn't successful at it. Yeah. So they're gonna keep that. Mm. They're gonna they're gonna keep that waving the flag going on. Mm. It's nutty. Mm. It's nutty. But this is where we, this is where we live at. So what do we really want? Mm. Mm. How do you address that? You can't. How can I tell him to do something or, or not to do something when I know for a fact that if 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 if, if I run into a situation where I I feel like I'm I'm the disrespect is is, is cross a line mm-hmm. that I may react in a certain type of way. I'm a hypocrite at this point. Mm-hmm. I'm a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can't be hypocritical in giving somebody some advice. Because on not for nothing, if, if if they looking at you as a certain type of dude on the street, and you telling them something else, then you turn around and do something. They going how can your trust is lost with them? You might as well not even go to them again mm-hmm. and and try to tell them nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you can you give that 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 scenario? Because I like the scenario you gave earlier, and uh, about two people of the same faith doing the same things. And one person bowing out because that's not what he really wants, right? Um, but a scenario on two young guys growing up, same household, one from different families, but they in one household because his household is not a household that's viable, you know, at this point, right? And he loses that person who was really an important friend, brother, family to him. And losing to him to uh, in, in regards to what the street is so, somebody do something to him yeah the street uh, I, like them for me that type of guy he he might be the might be the da- most dangerous person on the planet mm-hmm. you know why because you put him in a you put him in a situation where he hurt first of all <clears throat> second of all his guidance is lost because whoever this person was, mm-hmm. that was his guidance at mm-hmm. that point. Mm-hmm. He made a, he, this guy might have had him on a, on a Salat the Musta King mm-hmm. or, 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 or gaining Halal. Mm-hmm. You, you never know. Mm-hmm. So now a guy, and you know, every, everybody, everybody bleed the same. Mm-hmm. Anybody can be, anybody can be touched. Mm-hmm. And you, you, you come killing. Mm-hmm. Somebody come killing. Mm-hmm. What do you think this? How much pain and anger do you think this guy is going to have? A ton of it. Mm-hmm. Where where the energy going to go? Yeah. 
he didn't. He, he's not gonna have nobody to tell him, "Yo, bro, it's gonna be cool. Don't worry about it. I'ma handle it. This and this and that. It's, it, it's gonna be a bunch of that. It's gonna be a bunch of that type of talk. Mm. But it's gonna be days and weeks and months. Nothing happened. Mm. He gonna be. He, he may see the nigga. Mm. The, the nigga may be so brave to say something to him, like mm. you know what I'm saying, bro. Like that situation, man. You know. Man, man, you know, he, he, this and this and that. Ah, whoop, whoop, whoop. They might, that might break him. It might break him or it might make him into the same person that killed his his guidance, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or worse. Because mm-hmm. sometimes when them when t- them type of dudes, they go off the deep end, is 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 emotion is emotional. It's an emotional deep end people be going on. Gotta be careful. This is why I don't. This is why I don't. I try not to say too much or give them too much or nothing because at the end of the day, mm-hmm. when I let them come to me with advice, not them, not me. Listen, you gonna do this? You gonna do that? Ah, uh, I don't want to hear that. Mm-hmm. How can you hear that? Mm-hmm. You can't hear that. So there we have that. You know, Staff Bay bringing it to you. What we really want, speaking to the youth. Speaking to the older, old heads, so to speak. Yeah, y'all gotta, y'all gotta, y'all gotta chill. Y'all gotta stop promoting, not even promoting. Stop keeping these beefs long, long lasting. Until we go, to, until the nigga go to jail, and the nigga now, now we we off in South Philly. Now we in jail. Now we gotta chill. You see the mentality? We in jail. No, y'all, we, we both in South Philly. Y'all gotta chill out. Y'all can handle that on the street. Come on, man. So listen, every Thursday you're gonna come back with a segment, Staff Bay. Hashtag what we really want. We'll be right back. We thank you for joining us today on this episode. Episode 11, Love Needs Love. And this episode was brought to you by Vertebrae Support Services. Each participant will fulfill their potential in the capacity of a learning achiever and ultimately a global citizen that understands the value of their voice and the community they live in. They aid the advancement of individuals, communities, organizations, and society for promoting financial literacy, economic independence, physical, mental, and emotional well-being, and social adeptness. I completed this show or this episode with a heavy heart. The passing of my hero, my first love, my motivation, the person who reared me, my mother, Linda Fields. May she rest in peace. And may her transition to the next be one with ease. I'll talk to you next Thursday with some new and exciting interviews from individuals like you and I in the community that we live in. Take peace and know every mission requires a vision.